Hey, it's Jason Smith here with another episode of Gateway Talk. I just wanted to uh, come to you. This is Holy Week. A lot of people are celebrating starting on Palm Sunday today. And uh, this episode I'm recording, stand by with my, my greatest friend and best partner here in life. I got my wife, Melissa, with me here again. How are you doing today, sweetheart? Doing good. How are y'all out there doing? Hopefully you're doing great, staying safe, staying healthy, drawing closer to the Lord. Yes, we are actually um, finishing up uh, because of all the mandates with coronavirus. You can no longer go sit in somewhere and grab a coffee or go grab a burger or a meal and sit in and just sit down and chat and relax. But we decided to do a driving date, picked up a little snack, a little dessert. We parked here in a, a closed down shopping center parking lot with a little bit of light. And we're hanging out here just talking about life, some things of God. But I'm, I'm just reminded, we can't forget what the life of our Savior must have felt like. A lot of times we look at Palm Sunday as just one day and we remember his entry. And then we forget everything between now and Easter. And then Easter comes and we celebrate with all the traditions, the things that we usually hold high as a culture. And I want to say and remind you that we are not missing Easter this year. This is not going to be the first Easter in the United States history that we don't get to celebrate. I want to remind you, Easter is not the way that you dress, the new outfits. It's not the eggs. It's not the hunts. It's not candy. It's not dressing in new clothes and going to the church parade. Easter is that celebration of the resurrection of Christ. And today I've had an opportunity to talk and to listen and to share something really unique we were able to do this evening. We had several people stop through at the church at our drive-through service the drive-in service this morning was incredible, powerful presence of God. But at the drive-through, we got to just talk and share and invest in each other a little bit more with relationships. And I want to remind you, everything that Jesus did was about relationships. He was on a mission. Even when he entered Jerusalem and all those people were shouting, Hosanna, and blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The reason Jesus wept is because he wanted relationship and he knew so many of those people were only cheering and shouting his name because of peer pressure. And today I want to challenge us. Relationship matters, doesn't it? It sure does matter. It really does. Relationships are an important part of building families, building churches, building communities. You cannot do any of that outreach, whether it's outreach to the community at your school, at your church, at your job place. You cannot do any of that without first building relationships because then people won't trust you. Yeah, it's true. The relationships are so important. And I've found, you know, I'm no great veteran here. I've, I've only been a lead pastor of a church for about a year and a half. But I think our greatest growth, if we look back and consider, is the moment we decided that there were two main relationships that mattered. Is when you and I decided that our relationship with God would have to be first. And then when we sold out to the fact that people and those he gives us influence with, that we would invest in people and invest in our relationships. And it's not easy because people go through things and you got to be willing to listen. And I don't know how many of you have experienced that person that says, how are you doing? And the moment it comes out of their mouth, their eyes are looking somewhere else because they want to hurry or you're talking and they're nodding their head and they're trying to nod their head real fast in the hopes that you'll stop talking you know, relationships are about shutting off every motive and actually listening to people. 
And you know, I believe even on Palm Sunday, that relationship that Jesus was pursuing, I think he wept because he knew that there would be some that would never give him the moment to be that simple, peaceful, humble Jesus entering into their life. Because so many cheered Hosanna that day because the crowd did. But five days later, they were calling for his murder and crucifixion. And I wonder how many Christians praise the Lord because everyone in the church is. Or how many of us, when an epidemic hits, that we finally start to pray and get serious because everyone else is. I think it's time for us to have a personal praise. And there's a difference, a peer pressure and a personal. And I think that's one of the reasons Jesus wept. Because there were so many that did not have a personal praise that day. How do you think we can relate that into our relationships in the church or the body of Christ? Well, we can just start getting more real and more serious. Um, Lots of times we hide the things that we've been through or the things that we're going through because we are afraid of the judgment that people most likely will not cast upon us, but it's in our own insecurities and in our own disappointments and things that we've been through that we build up these walls that won't allow relationships to happen. So then there's this fakeness and then whenever everybody else is praising and everybody else is giving, we just get into this routine to think that that's what we should do too instead of just letting our hearts speak and be real and be open and be vulnerable because when we're open and we're real and we're vulnerable, that's when God can do his greatest work. Yes. And I've definitely seen that. You can't go wrong just revealing and exposing yourself to the Lord because that's when he can show up. And even if what we expose to him is ugly and even if what we expose to him is weak, that's when he can begin to mend and show up in strength and power And I'm just so encouraged today because I see so many people, especially the church, the Christians right now, they're all over social media talking about their struggles, talking about their weaknesses. And I believe that this is a setup for the church and for the bride of Christ to begin to examine who we really are because God wants to wake us up to have an encounter with that same Jesus that wept over the city that praised because of peer pressure. I think for long, long, long years, Jesus has been weeping over his church, thinking, when will they have a personal praise? When will they really praise me because they know me? And I feel like we're being set up to really know our true Lord and Savior. And it takes crisis sometimes to bring that moment of revival. And we've talked about it even in our church. You can't be in a spirit of revival and expect no crisis. Just like in the ER or an operating room, There is ultimate crisis. Most of the time, it's on the border of death before true revival shows up. When they go in and they're they're trying to do all the compressions and bringing someone back. Well, we say, oh God, show up and bring us revival. What we're saying, Lord, is make come to life things that were dead. Raise up things that were dormant. Change things that were forgotten about and bring them to light. And I feel like this is the moment that that's really happening. So I want to encourage you And I know that my wife does too. We want to encourage you today to continue to dig in, expose yourself to God. Don't waste this time. If you have to be secluded or in one of these mandate stay-at-home states, I want you to pursue God like never before. And don't just talk at God, but speak to Him and then be quiet and listen for His direction. Get into His Word. 
pray and communicate with him. He has promised if you draw near to him, he'll draw near to you. So you're in a moment right now in a season that you can have all of God that you want. So I want to encourage you as we depart today, remember loving God and loving people. It's more than just a saying. It's the way to live. Pursue God, pursue relationships, and you can't go wrong. That's right. I want to say goodbye for now. Join us next time on another great episode of Gateway Talk.